This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Bell, the number one sports talk show in Atlanta for your ride home. No, they didn't. A boneless rib sandwich. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Oh, it's been a great Friday here at Twin Peaks. Kennesaw hanging out. Oh, the conversation going around the room. We got all these brothers talking about this and oh that. Oh, goodness. This guy and that guy. It's crazy, man, to think there are so many varying opinions. It, it, we, as a fan base. Right are having a hard time coming to one conclusion on what the right answer is right. at quarterback for us this offseason. No, it's a, it's a very sort of fractious fan base when it comes to what they want. And look, guys, I, I'll say for the third time this week, Carl, I loved Mike Vick. I had the jersey. I was running around getting high fives at Caesars Palace when he made that amazing run against Minnesota back in 2002. We've all wanted that since then. And unfortunately, Matt Ryan had to suffer because he wasn't that guy even though he's still the greatest quarterback we ever had, greatest player we ever had in the organization. But we just can't find a consensus. And if you missed the beginning of the show, and we'll talk about this with Brian McFadden coming up later, it's just there's nobody's perfect. You could argue that Cousins, because of the injury and the age, the touchdown numbers are insane. Fields needs to be fixed. Fields needs to be corrected. Some of the turnovers, he's a kind of a fumbling machine. The guy, which well, he just needs to trust himself. Well, that, that, that's well, the thing. That's, but that's going to come through coaching. It is. But then the guy that really is the most ready to go right now, nobody wants to talk about is Russell Wilson. Maybe that'll come up next week because then, Carl, if we don't do anything after the combine, perhaps the Falcons are waiting for the other shoe to drop when Denver releases him. Well, that's that's going to get really interesting. And if nothing is done, then it tells us they're going to do something in the draft. That's. Next, the next two weeks are going to be, and that's super interesting. Yeah, that, either way, either no, no, way. Don't you think of, of all the things we've talked about this week and last few weeks, going up to get? I mean, swinging for the fences on a well, you're not going to get Caleb Williams. The Bears are taking him, but getting to if you could make a deal to get Jaden Daniels, you buying that to get the city all behind it? I don't think the, I don't think we'd have to come in on Monday and sell that to the audience. No, 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 no. Because it feels big, Mike. If you're going to give up picks and move up to go get a guy. It feels like this is something that feels right. Right. Um, speaking of feeling right, and you'll hear our conversation with Brian McFadden coming up, our buddy Zach Klein, who made news yesterday. Uh, we got some national juice on that. Well, listen, he came on and said he was getting the vibe up at the combine that 
the Falcons want to vet, and they want to potentially, you know, go after Kirk Cousins. He did not say sign him. He did not say he was coming. And people lost their minds, and this was all over the world. Literally, Kirk Cousins may be linked to the – it was like, slow down. And by the well, way, wait a minute. He's not, linked, he's not linked to anyone else. No. Have you noticed that? No. It's it's Minnesota they and cut, no one else. They cut – is it uh, Addison, the running back? Yes. From Addison. They cut the, they cut one of the running backs, and presumably Carl, to make some room because they've got Jefferson, and they're going to maybe try to keep Hunter. I don't think they can do all three. Um, that is something that we haven't talked about. You're about to make J- Jefferson the highest paid wide receiver in the league, and then you're going to turn right back around, and you're going to give Kirk Cousins, what, $115 million, 100 Because he's going to ask for more right. there because they're familiar with him. Right. You're going somewhere else. You may not get exactly what you want. If I'm staying in Minnesota, Mike, I'm asking for more. But the thing is, for Minnesota, you got this great wide receiver, but what the hell is your delivery system moving forward? It's not that kid from Utah. So, And it's certainly, you know, let's be honest. And here's the deal. You can do both. But ask the Falcons what ultimately happens. You can do both. Right. But ultimately, you're kicking the can down the road. And now you got Julio and Matt, and you are cap hell. Uh, so that is where Minnesota's might have – they might have to make a decision. Either way, Zach Klein uh, interviewed Mike, uh, NBC NFL analyst Chris Sims. He asked him who should the Falcons quarterback be in 24. Chris Sims said Justin Fields. He's the best running quarterback in the league, and it's not even close. So, listen, there are varying opinions – um, and you were laughing because we were talking about Chris Sims, and you said something about how he uh, how he dresses, right? Is well, this- I mean, again, I like uh, I, like I got nothing against Fields. If you can go get me you know, Hunter, right, as a free agent, yeah, as an edge rusher. But let's be honest, Chris Sims, Carl, he's a guy that wears his polo shirt buttoned. It's true. He has cut the blood flow to his brain. This is true. And I still struggle with. I mean, look. If you can give me that hundred percent money back guarantee, yeah. that Zach Robinson is going to maximize Fields' talents, I'll roll with it. I just, with all due respect to Chris, Chris is wrong more than he's right. Uh, he said that uh, he thinks that's the guy that should be here. What do you think? 404-726-0929. Combine going on today. Uh, lots of conversation around Caleb Williams. I want you to hear, before we get to our buddy BMAC, Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Okay? Drake May is the North Carolina quarterback, highly touted. I think he'll be a top top 10 or 15 pick. I think there are four quarterbacks that potentially go in this draft in the top 15. Um, he was asked about his interview process with our Falcons, and here's what he said. Yeah, with the Falcons. Shoot, Atlanta, I, I was really impressed. You know, obviously T.J. Yates, you know, North Carolina guy's quarterback coach. Um, so that, that was my first interview of the of the combine here, so it made it easy, you know, being with a North Carolina guy. And, uh, you know, Coach Morris is, uh, you know, congratulating him. He was you know, a new head coach, so I thought Atlanta with Atlanta went well. I thought Atlanta went well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, again, these are quick interviews. This is speed dating, guys. You're not sitting down for 30, 40 minutes. You'll get a chance to do that at the facility. If you're really interested in a guy, you'll bring him in, and you'll take him through all the rigmarole. Right. Uh, Jaden Daniels, my quarterback out of LSU, we talked about their strengths and weaknesses earlier. If you missed it, both have a very good arms. I think for Jaden Daniels, Mike, the quality that you know concerns some people is, is he going to hold up? Right. He's a little, he's a little thin, all right? And when you look at Drake May, you're talking about 6'4", 6'4 and a half, 225, 230. That may be the only question. And Jaden Daniels was asked this at the combine about his, his weight and height and all that. Right. And he was like, teams aren't concerned. This has not been something we've been talking about. No, I mean, I just we talked about you know, with Fields, you got to tighten some things up. I saw Jaden Daniels get squished against Florida State, and his game went down the – remember the Georgia game when he was sure picked up by Jalen Carter? Yes. And they went to the other guy. It was, not, no, was it Nussmeyer? Nussmeyer. Right. So he's got to learn when to get in and out. Remember, what was it? Uh, was it Lofton who knocked out RG3 back in the day? Right for the Falcons? Yep. you got to know, and RG3 kind of learned that lesson quickly. 
the thing about him is he's a wiry six foot four. So he's going to have to learn to just get down or get out of bounds because he will get killed in the NFL. But the athleticism is there. And the cannon for an arm. It does. Here's what he said about his visit with our Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta, um, what they're doing over there, you know, uh, Raheem and all those guys, um, you know, getting a, a new regime in there and, and be able uh, to go out there. You know, I, lo- I love Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's a great city. Um, obviously, um, going out there and they have some great weapons on the offensive side of the ball and they're on the, they're on the up and up. By the way, uh, thanks to Oren back at the ranch in Midtown, it was Sean Weatherspoon. Who knocked him out up there in D.C.? Talking about RG3. RG3, yeah. Uh, and by the way, Jaden saying the right things. Drake May saying the right things. Caleb Williams, Mike, I thought he handled the media very well uh, in his sessions. Right? Especially when they came right at him. They did. Have you guys seen the video? They did. First reporter, so you don't want to compete here at the combine. <laughs> you were a loser. And Fields, he, he answered it as best he could. But it's like, no. I mean, yeah. guys, yes, in a perfect world, they'd all be lined up, right? You'd see Williams, Jaden Daniels, May, Penix, Bonix, and they'd all be throwing simultaneously. But I get it. You're throwing to guys you've never, you have no rhythm with. They don't know how your ball comes out. You got a receiver from, I joked around with you, some guy from Western Michigan or Toledo. You don't know how he's going to catch your ball. You go to your pro day at USC's facility, zip, zip, and the ball never touches the ground. So why, why damage your brand, right? Uh, yes. I mean, for me, if I'm Caleb Williams, I have more to lose at the combine. By doing that, Mike, then I do the game. Penix has to overcome what happened in the national championship game against Michigan and show he can move around and be more accurate. By the way, Caleb Williams is not doing medical examinations with teams at the Combine, um, if you're wondering. So that means any team that's interested, and that's like the top 15, Mm -hmm. Mike, they'll be doing their own medicals with him. He did not do that at the Combine. So Williams uh, is the first Combine invitee, Mike, to attend the event after declining the medical exams, which are typically considered to be one of the most essential elements of the combine. Hey, one last nugget from the NFL. The uh, Patriots released cornerback J.C. Jackson, Carl. Another guy, you know, we're talking about corners in the mix, free agency maybe perhaps for the Falcons. Uh, again, big money. We're going to find out just where this goes. He's fallen out of favor with the Chargers. ESPN talks about that. And one last nugget, the uh, the Tennessee lawsuit with the NC2A. Yeah. NCAA cannot, cannot cannot carl capitalist c-a-n-n-o-t they cannot go against nil right now they, there's no way they can get you for doing something against nil they're not allowed to by the federal court right now all right in effect no investigation no nothing more to come on that we had a chance to talk to our buddy brian to make fatten from cbs he's an analyst for the nfl and also does a great podcast who does he think the best fit is a quarterback for us right now with all the things we know stay there you'll hear it next on sports radio 92.9 the game This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The most important story of the day. Brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers for as-is homes. Don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000. Joining us right now, all things covered is the podcast, CBS NFL analyst, BMAC, man. Um, A lot of rumors flying around about the combine and what's going down with the Falcons. And I want to start there because I want you to tell us what you think the best fit is. And we're only specifically right now, not the draft, but we're talking about guys that you could acquire via trade or free agency. Okay. So that's Russell Wilson. That's Kirk cousins. That is Justin Fields. Who's the best fit in your mind? Wow. That's a, that's how you want to start the day off, huh? That's how you want to start the <laughs> yeah. show off with that question. High wow. pressure. Who, who's the best fit? Yes. I would say I would say it's Kirk Cousins. And the reason why I, I go Kirk Cousins is he's probably been not probably. I believe he's been the best quarterback out of the 3 over the last 2 seasons. Um, and even a year ago before his injury, he was playing lights out. I mean, he clearly wasn't in that MVP conversation because his team wasn't good enough, but yet and still he was playing lights out as an individual. And he had the Minnesota Vikings without Justin Jefferson when he went down in the playoff conversation. And I felt like if he stayed healthy the entire season, he probably would have led the Minnesota Vikings into a playoff spot. And then secondly, for me, outside of his individual attributes a year ago and how well he played, you look at the, the, the similarity when you talk about the offense. We believe Atlanta will run this year. He understands right. that system playing under Kevin O'Connell, who is a Sean McVay disciple. So when you factor all of that into the equation, just, just the individual skill set, he's a winner. And also, too, understanding and knowing this offense that Atlanta w- would run this season, I think Kirk Cousins would be the best fit. Brian McFadden says, Kirk Cousins, best fit. It is Dukes and Bell live at Twin Peaks in Kennesaw. Guys are shaking their heads at the bar. But, yeah, man, the Achilles thing, how much should that be a concern? Because it did happen in week eight. I used Marino. Marino went down in week five back in 93. He came back the next year. But, you know, I know we've seen Kevin Durant get it. We've seen other guys with Achilles. And that, that's a big. That's a concern for a lot of fans, B. Yeah, no question, Mike. Now, of course, I, I answered that question under the assumption that Kirk Cousins is 100% healthy, right? And right, now if, right. if there is some issues with the Achilles, clearly that's not a direction you want to go. But for all the guys at the bar shaking their head right now, just turn the tape. Just turn on the tape, and you tell me who was the better quarterback out of the three guys that we're talking about. And I think they would say Kirk Cousins. But if that – if I saw Kirk Cousins during the Super Bowl dancing with, with Chippendale dancers out in Vegas. He looked to be pretty mobile, didn't have any setbacks. And then, of course, we're starting to see video of him throwing the football. So it seems like he's in direction to be ready – to go when it's time when when that time comes. So of course he has to check off every medical box 
and whatever team decides to entertain the Kirk Cousins thought, you better believe he will go through every examination that's there to make sure that they're cool and understanding that he's 100% ready to go for him to be able to be a new member for whatever that organization is. We're talking with Bryant McFadden, guys, here on Dukes and Bell. BMAC, uh, another debate we're having after seeing him perform at the Combine yesterday is Dallas Turner, kid out of Bama. Uh, we certainly need edge rush. And I said to Mike, I would take Jared Verse out of Florida State. And I know you guys watch mm-hmm. Florida State. Obviously, you went there, B, and played, and was a, you were amazing. But I want to know, without bias, and I know you'll give it to us, would you take Jared Verse over Dallas Turner? Turner was – he ran a 4.47 yesterday right. at 250, 40-and-a-half-inch vertical. I think his reach was 83 or 84 inches. His length – I mean, he's a physical freak. Who would you take? I mean, when you turn the tape, the better player has been Jared Verse, Carl. Yes. When you turn the tape, the better player oh. has been Jared Verse. Now, the thing about the combine, the combine – it puts more lights – more light on guys like a Dallas Turner who goes and just does exceptionally well. We never doubted that he was an outstanding athlete. We just didn't know he was going to do what he did. So that kind of gave him super, I, I would say, more momentum, you know, moving forward. But when you turn the tape, Jared Verse has been a more polished defensive player. Jared Verse has right. been a better pass rusher. Jared Verse has been a well, well athlete when it comes to playing against the run. Jerry Verse reminds me of Will Anderson, you know, the former Alabama Crimson Tide defensive end who went first round, you know, to the Houston Texans with that second first round selection from a year ago and had a great rookie campaign. Jerry Verse is a, is, is a natural football player, and the thing I like about Jerry Verse is the route he had to go to get to where he currently is. He went through every every adverse situation because coming out of high school not having a star might ha- I think he had one scholarship so he had to work for everything that he currently has and I love that mindset because he's never been in a position to be comfortable right so when you turn the tape I got to go with the guy who has the hottest tape and it's not like Jerry versus just that much uh, it's not a big difference when it comes to athleticism he just didn't run as fast as Dallas Turner, but running a four five eight four five seven, that's not slow either. And oh, by the way, you saw what he did on the bench press, 31 reps on the bench press, that transition to what we see on the football field when he's bull rushing offensive tackles into the lap of the quarterback. It is our man Brian McFadden, not to make it all about the Knowles, but he did make some news yesterday. A guy I loved Brian the last few years, Braden Fisk, who uh, runs yeah. a great 40 time, and I thought he was like a heart and soul of that defensive line. Oh, my goodness. One thing about what I've watched so far from the Combine and what we will continue to see throughout the weekend of the Combine, Mike, is that Florida State, their players, especially on the defensive side, they should have been in the playoffs. They they should have been in the playoffs because, individually speaking, we had some of the best defenders in college football. And guess what? Now people are starting to take notice of it. You talked about braiding fists. I don't even want to talk about what he did yesterday at the Combine, because I felt like he was that type of guy. But let's talk about his tape. Let's talk about what he did. Go back to watch his tape at Florida State. This man was like the Aaron Donald for our defense. (laughs) Unblockable. And then when he went to the Senior Bowl, (laughs) when he went to the Senior Bowl, he was unblockable, playing against the best in the world when it comes to college football at the Senior Bowl. No one could block him. 
No, when I was in Vegas for the Super Bowl, there were so many guys that were at the Senior Bowl that were walk that we were having casual football conversations, you know, together, and they were saying, "Yo, yo, your fellow, no man, Brandon, Braden Fist was unbelievable at the Senior Bowl. Like we didn't know he was that strong, we didn't know he was that explosive. The first step and just the rook ethic, he was always chasing down the football." So when he, what he did today was just confirmation of what everyone has watched. If you have closely watched this throughout his collegiate campaign, especially a year ago at Florida State. And I'll tell you this much, he might mess around and go in the first round. You know how you say mm. he might mess around and find mm. out? He might yeah. mess around and go in the first round because his work ethic, the hot tape that he has, and also tap, tapping off an outstanding you know, combine performance with, with what he did yesterday. Right. You might mess around and find out. I, I liken him to Grady Jarrett, by the way. Okay. Hey, uh, of the corners, if we address free agency, uh, use free agency, I should say, to get our defensive end on this team, do you have anyone in particular? I know Nate Wiggins from Clemson is a guy who's pretty hot, but a lot of folks like uh, uh, from Alabama, it is Terry and Arnold, the sophomore. Is there anybody you like most as a corner for the Falcons if we decide to use a, use that pick to draft one? I mean, Ter- Terry and Arnold is is – Probably QB one. It's between Terion, Terion Arnold, and Quayon Mitchell, who had an outstanding Senior right, Bowl performance as well. Quayon from Toledo. If you guys don't know who that name, who, who that is, talented player from Toledo. I think he was a junior, by the way. They're both six foot corners. You know, nice size, over 190 pounds. I think. That's the battle that we're seeing right now in regards to who will be the top corner to come off the board. And I think a lot will be answered once these guys perform at the combine. But when you look at the draft board, you know, uh, Mike and Carl, when you look at Atlanta currently sitting at eight, if not mistaken, I don't know if that's where you really want to pull the trigger on a corner. Mm, Because based on what we've seen in years past, we felt like there were a few corners that could go top ten, right? But this year – I, it, it's a the, the the class is heavy, but it's not top heavy. Oftentimes in years past, we've seen cornerback class be more top heavy driven, and that's why we see guys pulling triggers on guys like we saw last year with Seattle taking Devon Witherspoon early in the top ten. You know what I mean? So if I'm Atlanta, I don't know if you necessarily need to pull the trigger on one of those corners at eight, especially knowing there's so many other areas of need, pass rusher quarterback depending on how the draft falls in the first seven spots but i think if you're atlanta you definitely need to make a move in the second round when you look at some of the second round corners that could be available depending on what happens with the top three or four guys as i mentioned kool-aid mckinstry remember he was like the best corner in college football in the month of september and kind of lost a little bit of luster because terry on arnold played played lights out and some other guys stepped up to the plate but he could be available you got ennis uh ray straw from missouri SEC guy played high-level football, and I love his tackling ability. I think he might be the second-best tackling corner in the, in the draft, and the first guy would be Ronaldo Green from Florida State. Uh, he's a Jalen Ramsey when it comes to tackling opposing pass catchers. You know, so there's quite a few guys. You know, Kamari Lassiter from Georgia. Um, there's a laundry list of guys when you talk about the depth at the cornerback position that the Falcons could target it in rounds two or three. I think Michael Penix has to have a good day Saturday throwing the football. He told Tom Pellicero today, as we talked to Brian McFadden here on Dukes and Bell, I'm a proven winner, and I will try to uh, make another statement in Saturday's throwing session. That's what he told Tom Pellicero today. I think, B, he's got to have a great session to move up or at least to open some eyes. You're right. You're right. He has to have a great session because he didn't really wow a lot of folks during the week uh, of the Senior Bowl prep. Remember, he was there. He practiced 
all week, but he didn't play in the ball game. But he didn't wow a lot of folks. So, yes, he has to have a outstanding Braden Fist type of day to kind of gain more momentum when you look at the quarterback conversations that we've had. Because now they're throwing J.J. McCarthy name into the mix kind of above, you know, Michael Penix. I'm seeing some people throw Bo Nix name above Michael Penix. Michael Penix was the second-best quarterback in college football, right? I had a great conversation with Michael Penix during the Super Bowl. One thing I can tell you about this kid, guys, he loves football. That is the first thing that I look for when you talk about adding a, 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 a collegiate player to your professional team. They have to love the football. They have to love the game. They don't, you don't need to love what comes with it. You have to love participating and doing whatever it is your position calls you to do. So he's prepared to go. Uh, a little birdie that's close to his camp, you know, informed me that he's going to run faster than what people think he would run. I'm not throwing out a, a, a time, but I wouldn't be surprised based on what they're saying to see him run anywhere in the four fives. If he runs a four five anything, that's going to wow a lot of people because we don't consider him to be that type of athlete, right? But when it comes to throwing, he has to establish that, showcase that arm that we've watched throughout his last two years at Washington to put him in that Heisman conversation, to put him in that first-round conversation. But out of all the quarterbacks, Carl Mike, you better believe Michael Penix has to do the most because he's kind of lost some of his leverage since his season ended for Washington. BMAC, last thing. Marvin Harrison Jr. was scheduled to speak at the Combine, right? Did not show up, according to reports. And then what, Mike? He puts out a statement basically saying, I'm not going to be there. My film is my game. (laughs) I'll see you on draft night. Does this hurt Marvin Harrison Jr.? It it, it won't hurt because there's such a desperate need for a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. And especially if you look at the Arizona Cardinals, there's teams that need Marvin Harrison Jr. more than he needs them. <laughs> Think about that. That's the reality that he is sitting in. He understands that. Now, me personally, I'm an old school guy. I feel like when you look at the opportunity to go to the combine, of course, if you don't want to work out, that's one thing. But take advantage of the opportunity. Talk to these teams. Create relationships. Create relationships, right? You don't know exactly what your career is going to look like in four or five years. You don't know exactly will you be will you excel or will you reach miss the the, the, the expectations. Create relationships. Answer the questions. This is a part of the process. When you love ball, you jump at these opportunities. And I'm not saying he doesn't love ball, but it just it just does not. It's not a good look. It seems like you're kind of being more of an individual. When you look at all the great wide receivers that we've watched, right, throughout the National Football League, all-time greats that have gotten the opportunity to go to the combine, how many said no? None that I can think of. None. Like you telling me the great Randy Moss, did he decline and say, you know what, I'm not going? No. Like we're talking yeah. about all-time greats. They went to the they went to the combine, and that, not all of them performed, right? Like we've seen nowadays, some kids are not participating. But showing up, that's <laughs> the first part of getting better is to do what? Show up. Right. But uh, his dad is a Hall of Famer, and I guess he thinks he's got a, a dial. He's got it dialed in on the process. And I think a lot of people say, "You're going to Arizona. What do I need to show up for? I'm going to be in Arizona." <laughs> 
see it. <laughs> oh man! But I'm with you, B. I, I would like to see him there, but I'm not going to go. You know, you know, the media is going to go Bill Polian on this. Oh, it's terrible. It's, yeah, yeah, not the end of the world. I agree. He can and, play. He can play. Yeah, yeah. Like, like hey, I man, said, we... the, the, the teams need him more. <laughs> the teams right. need him more than he needs them right now. So regardless if he shows up or not, you better believe if he's available for Arizona for any other organization inside of the top ten. They're not going to second-guess him not showing up and say, you know what, we're not going to pull the trigger on the draft to him. Great stuff, B. We got to run, man. Brian McFadden, all things cover the podcast. Check it out, CBS NFL analyst. We will touch base with you next week, brother. Thank you. Yes, sir. You brought up earlier, though, Carl, there will be some teams, if, you know, something strange happens between now and then, like yeah. he has a freak injury, which, again, we're talking a million to one shot. Sure. Some guys will say, well, he didn't do his due diligence that we need, you know, for us to evaluate. But, again, he's kind of slotted into the top five. He is. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a galactic. Your father was Marvin Harrison. You're, he's a Hall of Famer. Your tape is amazing. You know, you are. I mean, I get it. I understand some folks will always take pot shots. But still, this one is kind of a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Um, and I personally don't believe it's going to hurt him. Because right. any of these teams, Mike, that are interested, they're going to work him out. They're going to get a chance to talk to and him. And the pro day at Ohio State is like, Better than an NFL training camp. Some <laughs> it really is. And that means the Just teams, like Georgia, right? Yeah, the teams that are going to have him to their facility. Hey, man, it's time for our uh, last call. We were just asking our listeners what they thought the last call should be. We turned to our focus group, Carl, here at Twin Peaks in Kennesaw. Except there's no mirror between us and them. No, we actually can hear what these guys are saying. <laughs> By the way, shout out to little man over there. The most knowledgeable, fun kid to talk sports with, or adult, either way. He's incredible. Seven years old. This get an absolute joy. Give it up for that little man. This guy's the best. He, and he and guess who he wants is his Falcons quarterback. Oh, I already know. Justin Fields. He came up to me. He goes, hey, Dukes, who's your favorite player? And I was like, what? How old are you? Way, little man Little man did ask me. He goes, "It's and he's so cute. He goes, who is your favorite player that you've yeah. ever seen? And I said it was Lawrence Taylor. Yeah. You know, and I, I said, he, and, he, and he knew who he was. No, this kid is unbelievable. All right, right let's get to the nice last call. All right, call. focus group says, player you're giving a second chance to. Player, you're giving a second chance to. One of our focus groups said Calvin Ridley. I said, no chance. He screwed us. Like Come a, on. Like a child. We were, treated us we, like were a at child. The, we were at the game, and we found out Calvin Ridley wasn't going to be there. But for the purposes of this. But for the purpose of this conversation tonight. We'll, we'll accept it. 404. 726-0929. I always forget those three digits in the middle, which are important to completing the phone call. But, guys, what we're looking for tonight is an athlete, maybe it was your team or otherwise, you're given a second chance to. Right off the top of my head, Doc Gooden. Ooh. I love Dwight Gooden. I still – he hurts me every year with something stupid that happens in his life. But I love that guy, but I give Doc Gooden a second chance because the talent was unbelievable. That's a good call. All right, you've got the number, 404-726-0929. Who would you give a second chance to? And sports. It's Dukes and Bell. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 60929, that is the number for you to chime in. Our focus group, as Mike has said, has given us this question tonight because, guys, we're talking about second chances, and uh, it got them discussing it. One of uh, our listeners, Mike, said, I'd love to – Tim. Tim, who's a big listener, says, I always wondered what Isaiah Crowell – could have been at UGA. That's a great pull. For those who don't remember, Isaiah Crowell was an all-world recruit for uh, Mark Richt. Unfortunately, got uh, pulled over with a car with a, a gun with a serial number had been removed, and that's all she wrote. And uh, there was really nowhere to go for that for Coach Richt. And eventually, you know, his career just never really passed. I think he went up with the Browns yep. and just never got the traction. So sometimes, guys, those things, you just feel you're right. If, if it's straight and narrow, does it end in a different way? All right. By the way, our buddy Connor Riley from Dog Nation saying – um, Brock Bowers will wait until his Georgia Pro Day to show what he can do. They did not see him today. What today is, was I tight mean, ends day. But, again, the same thing I think you and I just talked about with Marvin Harrison applies to Brock Bowers. He's still the number one tight end on the board for everybody. So, Bowers, Connor Riley says, bummed we didn't get a chance to see Brock grow through the drills today, but he had nothing to gain. Right. He's still number one. So, we were talking. I was waiting to hear what he had done today, and there it is. Now, did he get poked and prodded in the medical? I think so. That's I think the medical. I mean, and that's and, and again, yes. as you said, teams that are really serious about Brock Bowers will have their own. They'll have their own doctors conduct their own uh, little look. It is interesting, though. It, is the, it real quick? I know we got to get to the phones. Yeah, yeah. Combine getting marginalized? Uh, I don't know if it's getting marginalized. I think guys understand going in. If you have a lot of clout and value from the season you've had, no point. Caleb. Right. Marvin Harrison, I'm going to go. If I drop three balls and I'm Marvin Harrison, somebody's going to be critical of that and say, right. oh, I think it's even – Mike, Tate Dunlop. Right. So, As we said earlier, you'd love to see some of the guys all together, all the quarterbacks are at the same time, not the, like the Rockettes, not I the agree. way it works. Yeah, all releasing the ball right. at the same time. <laughs> exactly. All right, Chris, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chris, hey, man, who would you give a second chance to in the world of sports? Hey, man. Uh, hey, man. Well, I'm trying to keep it Atlanta. I was kind of stomped on it. Let's try this one. Let's try uh, Takaris McKinley. Tack McKinley. McKinley. I do it for her, man. How about we give the general manager Tack McKinley? Hey, how about we give Dimitrov and Sergeant Slogan Quinn? a second chance? You go get freaking T.J. Watt. <laughs> you moved up to get Tack McKinley. You T.J. Did. Watt went like four picks later. You did. Think about that long and hard. Yeah. On your drive home. Well. It, 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 that's a good call. That's a good call, Chris. Man, we had high hopes for TJ. And, or not TJ, and by but, the way, uh, but Tack McKinley. And by the way, full full disclosure, Carl and I, we're not, we're not afraid to admit we're wrong. We're like, I think this guy's loco. I say we need some crazy. And no, just didn't no, do no, the no, job. No, 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 no. He was crazy. He was just the wrong kind of crazy. <laughs> he was crazy. I believe I said, Carl, he's, he's just the wrong kind of crazy. Carl, I believe I said he's East Bay, Oakland crazy. Uh, and it didn't work out for all us. Right. All right. Uh, let's talk to Yo. Yo, you're on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, man, who are you giving a second chance to? Hey, man. What's going hey, on? Well, number one, I got to go ahead and say it honestly. I love you guys. But Thanks, brother. I got to get that second chance to Justin Fields. And I'm going to tell one thing to uh, Carl. 
we're on the same page. But Mike, okay. honestly, me and you, we're in the same Twitterverse. And you know what I feel about this. This guy okay. is ours. And if we can do what we need to do, we can have a hometown hero. Right. There's no doubt. Listen, there's a lot of pluses as to why you would try to do this right. outside of just the, the ability. First of all, does he have the ability? The answer is yes, but there are other pluses to it. Right. Hey, yo, we appreciate the call. Hey, you and I were just talking with our focus group here at the Twin Pigs of Kennesaw. Yes. The numbers, though, because we talked about Kirk Cousins, guys are hung up on the 90. What is going to be the benchmark to give you the idea that you've got to either franchise tag or give Justin Fields a quarter of a million dollar, a quarter of a billion dollar contract. Oh. See, that's another concern that you, there's a level of improvement that has to occur. There is. And, and if it doesn't, you don't do it. Like you can but say then, no. Yeah. And then you're back to, but that's the thing. You're True. Back, but then, but do you feel the risk is it's better to risk a couple of first round picks and go get a guy, either Jaden Daniels. No. Or, that's because you're going to need them down the road. That's it. I don't think that this is the right. least expensive way to go get a younger quarterback right. that could tra- could transcend and turn into something special. I still feel the no-risk move is, is Russell Wilson. Nobody wants, Maybe if Russell Wilson pops up next week, we'll be arguing with people about that here on the station. Sean, what's up, man? You're on uh, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Who would you give a second chance to, Sean? Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. I'm a Bengals fan. Fontaine's perfect. Man, when he was playing, he was one of the best defensive players in the NFL. But he just couldn't keep his emotions, his emotions in check. He just it's couldn't keep him being a knucklehead. Yeah, it's a good pull. That's a great name, Fontaine's perfect. He was, he was, and and the thing is, but the Bengals always drafted guys with issues. They always get them cheaper. A little bit of edge. Yeah. I mean, a little bit. But but you know what? He, you felt at one point he was just dirty. Like he was just intentionally trying to, to go out and do stuff that, that coincided you didn't need to do. that coincided with concussions becoming yes. a thing it was the wrong time. Yeah, great call, put him, Sean. Put him in the NFL twenty years earlier. He's pro oh, bowler. Right. Nobody's yeah. talking about it. Right, uh, Chris, you're up next on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. Hey man. Hey man. What's going on, Chris? <laughs> hey man. Hey man. I got two of them, uh, and one of them's going to be for you, Mike Bell. One's a hockey player. The first one, they're both injury. The first one, man, Bo Jackson. Broke my heart oh. when that hip injury, yeah. and he was never the same. God, I would have loved to give him a second chance. And then mm. the uh, hockey player for you, uh, Mike, Eric Lindros. If you don't know oh. hockey, go check out some of the film right. on that beat. Holla. Yeah, man, Lindros in Philly, it was un, it was untapped potential, Carl. And there was a number of other circumstances. His father didn't make a lot of friends out there either with his contracts. But, yeah, it's a good point. It is. That's a good one. Hey, man, uh, let's get to J.D. J.D., who are you giving a second chance to in the world of sports? Hey, man. Hey, man, uh, I'm telling on? you who I'm not giving a second chance to is sorry, Duke Riley, but uh, who, I, <laughs> who I would give a second chance to, man, is uh, a guy by the name of Scott Norwood, who's probably got the worst wow. kick in NFL history, but a great, oh. great guy. Thanks, yeah. Have you seen this? Thank you, man. Thank you, J.D. Good pull. Have you seen this? Uh, there's a doc. It's uh, about the Bills. It's about the four yes. years they go to the, to the Super Bowl. Yes. And that's the only Super Bowl they were ever going to win. They were better than the Giants. It's brutal. Giants defense, they try to slow the game down. It's brutal. You know, I should say, you know, a burn clock. Yeah. And the Bills, I just felt the Bills needed to just, they're they're their own worst enemy. You didn't have to go K-Gun. You could have slowed it down. Run the ball. Otis Anderson, the MVP. When We all know that Thurman Thomas is the MVP of that game. No doubt. All right, Doug, you wrap things up for us. Turtle's coming up. He's got a full three hours coming up here on the uh, station. Hey, Doug. Hey, man. Who would you hey, have a second chance man. to? Hey, man. Hey, I'm not giving one to John Gruden, but I would definitely give one to Michael Vick. 
Yeah, me too. You know, it's funny. I think Mike, we all would. Mike said that. Uh, and we know he did get one, but it wasn't here. No, it right? was in Philly years later. <sighs> I know. You wish you could take, when we interview Mike Vick now, it's like, I know it's a great do-over, right? Take that Mike Vick brain and maturity. where his head's at, maturity, yeah. and throw it in there in 2001, 2002. Man, we're off to the races. No doubt. Hey, fellas, appreciate uh, you guys always participating, and thank you to our focus group. <laughs> Give you a round of, a focus group is down at two. Oh, guys are going to the bathroom, Carl. Older men have bladder issues. <laughs> Let's talk to our man, Turtle. What you got coming up tonight, man? Hey, guys. Uh, usually I would try to do something, as I've been doing over the past couple of weeks and months, come up with a creative tease to get the audience scintillated and sizzled, ready to mm. go. No need for that this week, guys. I don't know about you. My head's still spinning from all the news and rumors and innuendo that's come out this week. So let's take a collective deep breath tonight. My question is simple. Where are you at now? <sighs> Who's your quarterback one for the Falcons if you got to choose? right now all right turtle three hours stay there he's got you covered we're live at twin peaks <laughs> big o let's clear our throat dukes and bella wrapping up another show so it's time for let me clear my throat on sports radio 92.9 oh! the game Hey, thanks to our guest today. All interviews online at odyssey.com. Want to give a big shout-out to the staff and the waitresses here at Twin Peaks. Tip your wait staff, guys. Tip your bartenders. Yes. Make sure you take care of them. And thanks to the fellas who all came out today. I know some of you had to go home because your wife was like, get home. And then there are guys that are still here hanging out. So thank they you guys got for their, coming out. They got their cover story straight. Well, yes. They understand what this is about. Look at this. We got Curtis Mayfield over here with Charles Barkley. Look at a scene over here, man. <laughs> hey, we're at you on Monday. Combine will be complete. We will evaluate. We'll tell you what we think. And we'll tell you what the Falcons are thinking because their staff will be back. Mm. And now the real work begins, guys. It's March. March 11th, legal tampering. March 13th, the league year starts, which means any of these deals that you're talking about with us are going to be done. We're going to start counting down. Make sure you're here Monday at 2 o'clock. Stay tuned. Turtles got you next. Big O, thank you for the work. And, of course, Jersey Mike, our on-site engineer. Mike Bell, clear your throat. Hey, man, I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to chill when it comes to Ronald Acuna. Got to be honest, I'm freaking out a little bit, Carl. I know we kind of slow rolled that one. Ronald Acuna gets caught in a rundown yesterday in a meaningless spring training game, and then he's got to go see a doctor about his knee. Oh, bubble wrap. I don't want to see him again. Let him hit the cage. No more Acuna until opening day because it matters, brother. Hey, man, we want you guys to have a great weekend. Bring him home. <laughs> if you love the show. You tell your friends. If you don't. You don't like lemon pepper wings, you sucker. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.